Here we are at Let's Get Spiritual. Hello, hello, Dr. Dugan. How's your day? My day's been really good so far. I uh, had a good workout in. Yeah. And my back is finally back to normal. Yeah, you're not walking weird. No, 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 I'm not walking weird. I feel good. Good. And we had a work day here Saturday at the church I pastor, and I wore my uh, back brace, mm -hmm. and people would not let me lift anything. They were so nice to me. Right. They were so nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. That is that treating yeah. you with respect. Yeah, I think I'm going to wear it more often. <laughs> <laughs> a walking cane works great, too. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we don't have to wear the back brace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it did wrinkle my shirt, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, great morning. How about your morning? Going good. It's my second cup of coffee. Oh. Uh, really? No breakfast yet, but second cup of coffee. So I am moving pretty quickly oh, right now. Oh, my God. Really? Now, I listen to a, a financial podcast where the well, you and I sit here with a cup of coffee. They both have the craft beer at the beginning of oh. their podcast and then they talk about the craft beer at the end of the podcast whether they liked it or not so i think we probably should try different coffees uh absolutely not <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> i have already had a pot of Woo! maxwell house this morning Woo! it began at four yeah and uh, and this is my pot and a cup and so yeah so i'm on a pot and a cup yeah, you're using a christmas mug too is that a christmas yes mug? It, it is, is. isn't it yeah, yeah i'm yeah. using a christmas mug and, and i've got so the pig cup you've got the pig cup yeah okay. i appreciate that yeah you're I don't know what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> hey we got back from hi-hat kentucky man i know that's where we were not allowed to do a podcast last right. week because you were doing a mission work yes we did a one-day mission trip to hi-hat kentucky we took um, probably, what was it, 60 boxes, maybe 50 or 60 boxes, big boxes of food. Mm. Uh, we took cases of Bibles, uh, devotionals. We took uh, three cases of apples and set up in a church parking lot, Doc. And um, our 10 folks that went on this trip, we had a blast. Wow. We had a blast. A we had lunch in Hazard, Kentucky. And a uh, neat little place. No, let me just ask, why did you choose Hi-Hat? Uh, uh, one of our members, uh, Don, um, he has a ministry there. He's been going there the last 23 years. Uh, he's also been in Guatemala five times, India, Indonesia, Romania, Japan, Haiti, and uh, the Indian Reservation in Arizona three different times. And this is a, this is a guy that retired... Um, police officer. He retired as a police officer yeah. uh, for 29 years, and he's done this as a layperson. He's Thanks. been retired 25 years. Incredible. Yes, and he was just praying one day, and God laid it on his heart. God laid a hat on his heart. <laughs> the Appalachian. Appalachian. Okay. Appalachian. So it's a it's a poor community. Oh my soul! I'm telling you. Yeah, I In, left. Uh, Eastern Kentucky yes. then? Yeah. I left my folks there at the church where they were handing out food and stuff, and I got on a van, and we did some home deliveries. And uh, the poverty, brother, I saw wow. was... We've seen it around the world, you and I. Yeah, we Poverty, sure but man, here in America, it was... It was we we have our fair share of we do. poverty. We do, we do. And um, I remember, uh, Brother T, the first... You know, I've, I've only pastored two churches, one bivocational the other full-time obviously but i remember in my own community mm. going out and visiting for that first little church and we went into a home with dirt floors oh my goodness they were dirt floors and uh came and sat down and i just remember grabbing the back of my chair you know kind of sometimes how you'll move it out and mm -hmm. sit down and i don't know 
what was on the back of that chair. Oh wow! But it was not of this earth. Ah, I mean, it was. It was. Gosh, I left there going. I did not know in our own community mm. there's still people living like this. But right. there are. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I, yeah, I'm sure here in Chattanooga there are areas. Yeah, uh, I know there are of poverty and. Um, but that was that was a sight to see, and but I was so encouraged by those who went with us, yeah. uh, our team members. Man. That's not that's that's the type of mission trip I love to go on. Yes, right there, immediate yeah. contact right. with people you see mm-hmm. right away. What yeah. results of your work? And our church, man, they just brought more food than you could ever imagine, and uh, monetary gifts. Food, Bible. I mean, it was just amazing. It really was. That's interesting, the name, too. I'm just, I'm sorry, hi-hat. I know, and I love the name. Uh, yeah. My mom used to use that term. Oh, hi-hat. When okay. you hi-hat somebody, there you, go. you just blow them off. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Blow yeah. Uh, it was a closed-down mining, uh, coal mining uh, area. And I, I saw the closed-down uh, coal mine. Yeah. And um, and so it it was really. I'm glad really, y'all went. Yeah, that's that's great work. It is. That's it is. We work. enjoyed it. We that, really, really, really did. Yeah, it's good to be back. I missed you last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I miss our conversations. Right. For sure. Yes. So really, all people are doing when they listen to this podcast, and they probably know this by now, it's just talking two preachers talking about stuff. Right. That's on our heart, or we're mm-hmm. listening to in the culture. Right. And which there's no parameters, no bounds to what we might be talking about, because mm-hmm. all things are spiritual. Well, you know, it, it began, I guess it's good to go back to the beginning, when you and I would get together for coffee. Yeah. And we'd chat and chat for an hour, and then one day you said something, you know, maybe other people would be interested in this. Yeah. <laughs> just this conversation. Mm-hmm. And so we're just sort of letting you in on our conversation. And they are. And and uh, quite frankly, we know this. Our deficiency is in uh, the advertising of our podcast. Yes. I'm not hardly on any social media. I mean, I think Let's Get Spiritual has a, uh Instagram account. Right. Uh, I have a Twitter account, which is now X. X, right. But we have no Facebook mm-hmm. uh, on there. Uh, we did, but they took it off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just have a hard time getting this thing promoted. We do. We do. We do. And I've got a full-time gig, and so yeah. it's a little hard for me to, you know, buckle down. Just as as I said, have your facilities manager work. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your tech guy. <laughs> Oh, the days when I could hand things over to people. But no, that's not the case now. So here we sit with my iPhone 10 (laughs) at your desk with it stacked on some CDs that you'll never listen to. (laughs) Anyway, enough of that stuff. We really have uh, kind of one of the reasons I brought up the reason why we do this is this is probably a little more in our wheelhouse than a lot of things. Yeah, I'd say so. We're going to talk about... um, uh, watering down the gospel. Yeah, and this comes from me looking at Christianity Today recently, and that was a big topic in that particular issue, ah, was watering okay. down the gospel. And I thought, that is a good, because what does it mean, yeah. actually, to water down the gospel? And is it happening? Is is that uh, actually a magazine that comes out still, or is it all online? Uh, I saw it online. Oh, okay. I don't, there might be a paper copy that you can hold in your hand. Right. But uh, I haven't held one in a while. No. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I, love to get the newspaper. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember uh, when 
as we as Southern Baptist pastors got SBC Life. Yes. I love that thing. Yes, yes. Good. Not I'd read yeah. it in Kibber to Kibber. Yeah, Baptist and Reflector. Yeah, Baptist Reflector. Yes. Our uh-huh. state newspaper. Right, right. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Is the Baptist Reflector a thing anymore? Uh, yeah, we still, I think we still get <laughs> <laughs> So you read it. We do it, on, I do it online. That's okay. Not, uh, yeah, I, I look at stuff online. And um, SBC was a color yeah. glossy. It actually still comes newspaper. Out. No, still, does yes, it really it does. only it's online? Still, no, no. Uh, one of my members he lays one at my office door uh, every time it comes out. He reads it, he marks it up, and he lays it on my. Door. Well, before you throw it away, give it to me. Okay, I'd love to read them again. Oh yeah, just okay. you know, see what's going on in yeah. SBC life. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. So. Why did we? Why did we talk about that? I don't know, but here. Oh, I got I'm on so a tangent about Christy. Yeah, <laughs> well, squirrel. Uh, what is so, Doc? Uh, you've been pastoring for many years. Uh-huh. You have degrees. I do. Um, what is the gospel? The gospel, in as, as Martin Luther would say, the gospel in a nutshell. There you go. <laughs> is. Li- is the death and the burial and the resurrection, the story of and the truth of the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes. It, it is the heart of the message we preach. Mm. Without it, we're wasting our time. Right, right. So so it's the good news. Yes. Um, Evangelion. There you go. There yeah. you go. Remember that word? Yeah, I do remember Yuan that Gelion. word. Yeah. Uh, that has something to do with Genesis 3.15, doesn't it? Evangelion, um, that's... Yeah, uh, that's Greek, the first. Yeah, that's Hebrew. the. Well, that's yeah. the first. Somebody calls that the first gospel tract. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. Tract, I'll have to look tract. that up. I've not heard that. Um, but anyway, Genesis, not Genesis. First Corinthians fifteen. Let me okay. read this to you because yes, I please. think this is succinct. Uh, Paul said, "Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel. That's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. The gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which you also you are saved if you hold fast." That word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ, here it is, died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again um, the third day, according to the scriptures. And so it's just exactly, Paul said exactly what you said. Yeah, that's the gospel. Um, He died, he was buried, and he rose again. Romans one sixteen says, that that is the power, power. of God. Right. The gospel is uh-huh. the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Right. Jew first, then the Greek. Right. right? To, yes. He first came to the Jewish nation. Uh, we know the Sermon on the Mount was to the Jewish nation. Mm-hmm. All of that discourse was the discourse was to mm-hmm. the Jewish nation. But he said, "There's others who will believe," and right. then the the disciples were given the task of taking that gospel. To the whole world. Mm. One particular person, the Apostle Paul, right. was given the responsibility of making sure that the Gentiles right. received also the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so it is the power of God until salvation, which I believe that means um, there's really no salvation without the knowledge of the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Exactly, exactly. So that that's the gospel. That's the good news. Um, and we have to confess it. We have to confess uh, that's it. Romans ten nine uh, right and um, and so and I think we'll get maybe into that I mean we we memorize the Romans road yeah Romans three twenty three six twenty three five eight Romans ten nine ten and thirteen yeah. I mean that that is basically Romans three ten yeah 
that's how I first memorized it um, years and years and years ago. And so that is the gospel, and it's it's really pretty easy. It's pretty yeah, plain. It is. Um, thank goodness. I don't know if it's easy, but it's plain. It's it's pretty plain. So it sure wasn't easy for Christ, right. that's for sure. Um, and so what do you mean by, you sent this question to me. Yeah. It was one sentence, basically. Um, but what did you mean by, uh, what do you mean by watering down the gospel? How do we water down? That that term, what yeah. do you mean by that? Well, it comes from, there, there's evidence, in, I believe, that some of the largest churches in the world are large because they've watered down the gospel. Okay. Uh, Bible talks about speaking to itching ears. Right. Yeah. Right? That's good. There's there's speakers out there itching ears of saying, hey, I got a, I got an itch here. Would you scratch it for mm-hmm. me? And I really want to know how to be a success in business. Mm-hmm. Or I want to be a good moral person and affect my community. Or I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better wife. I want to mm-hmm. be a better the mother or father. All the different things that there are there that people send, tend to flock to Right. And they oftentimes, and, and and just be quite honestly, the, some of the largest churches, particularly in America, are based as much on politics as they are on the gospel. That's true. That's true. Um, I used to make fun, uh, sort of, I have that in air quotes, but, you know, you can go in a lot of churches and they're going to teach you six ways how to balance your checkbook. That's right. You know, and now no one balances their checkbook. You know, you do it online. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, you know, and, and that is true. I mean, they may read. Over, how many times have I been on vacation, Doc? Going going into a church, excited. You know, mm-hmm. we preach all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited to get preached to. I want to yeah. hear the word. Yeah. I go in there. I actually have a floppy Bible on my lap, yeah. you know, man. Mm-hmm. And I've got an index card in my Bible yeah. and a pencil. You're ready to take uh, notes. I'm ready to take notes. Yeah. And they may quote a verse or, mm-hmm. or use a verse. Yeah. And then they just take off. And and it's what you're talking about. Yeah. How to have a better life, man. Mm-hmm. You know how to reach your goals, mm-hmm. and um, and and then at some point they will get back. You know, and I'm talking about like you're saying, well-known churches, well-known churches, well-known yeah. pastors. You know, and, and what you're saying. There's a time and place. I used to do a thing called Power Lunch mm-hmm. at our remote campus. I still have not forgiven you for doing that. I loved that. <laughs> you know, I would start it back up again if I had a place to do it, but I right. didn't have a place to do it. Um, and I taught Christian principles of leadership, mm-hmm. you know, whether you were a church leader, whether you're a business leader, or I would even say if you're a mother or father, right. you know, you have a respect role of leadership. And there is a place for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely there's a place for that. Paul did that. The other, you know, Jesus talked about some of those things mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but it is not the thing that saves you. Right. And right. if you have a gathering of people, mm-hmm. uh, that needs to be there. Right. It, it needs to be there. Now, the question, well, let's just go on. The, so you can draw a crowd mm-hmm. by helping people self-help, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, in my opinion, by just ignoring or neglecting is a type of watering down the gospel. The words watering down, basically you're diluting the gospel. You're diluting yeah. the gospel. It's like adding water, and that's adding water to a strong coffee. You mm-hmm. know, you're diluting it. Mm-hmm. You're just you're sugarcoating it in many ways, you right. know. And, and so, all right, so we've defined the gospel, and we've defined 
uh, what we mean by watering down. Yes. So what are some ways then, uh, and I think you just mentioned one a moment ago, but if you'll elaborate on it, ignoring it. Just I mean, ignoring it. Yeah. Just it not being a part of the message of the church. Mm. Um, again, it, I mean, I was saved in a church where the gospel was preached exclusively mm. every Sunday. Right, yeah. And I mean, I knew every way to get saved. I knew every way to share the gospel. I knew everything about the gospel. And, and you know, it was wonderful for me in the right. beginning because I was lost. Mm. And, man, I heard about the good news of Jesus dying on the cross. Right. And, uh, the fact that I didn't have to live a perfect life in order to get to heaven, but I mm-hmm. had to receive his perfect life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was wonderful. And I heard it and I absorbed it. So... There is this idea that the message of the gospel should be front and center in the church message. Right. Uh, the problem with that occasion, Brother T, was that's all I ever heard. Yes. And so if we follow example of Jesus, Jesus certainly did talk about his own upcoming death. And afterwards, he spoke of the significance of his death, burial, and resurrection. Mm. Uh, but he also spent a lot of time teaching Christian principles as right. well. And so did Paul. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean, people probably more teaching than preaching when it came right. to the gospel. Yeah. But teaching should be leading mm-hmm. to the gospel. Yes. And it also should have its origin and its roots mm-hmm. in the gospel. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, don't write cursive until you can print. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's the basis. Right. Learn the alphabet print, and then you can start writing cursive. Nobody yeah. does that anymore, but that's yeah. an example for my life. Uh, so, you know, it has yeah. its root in that, and I think that's what should be the root of mm-hmm. the message of the church and mm-hmm. not be forgotten or neglected right. is is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Well, we just spent about 13 weeks on uh, selected psalms in the summer. I, I, I was amazed. I don't guess I was amazed, but so often, you know, they're messianic psalms. Yeah. Um, but even when they're not uh, particularly messianic psalms, man, there are words in there that just lean toward the gospel. Yeah. Uh, even Sunday, I was on Psalm 148, and it talked about um, a people near to him, mm. just near to him. And it reminded me, Doc, of that passage in, in Ephesians chapter 2 okay. and verse 13, uh, where it says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off, you become near. You've been brought near how by the blood of Christ. Yes. And so we didn't go through an entire psalm right. without hitting the gospel. Yeah. You know, that's what O. Spurgeon said. You know, read a passage and then make a beeline to the cross. You remember that? <laughs> yes. Read a passage, make Absol- a beeline and, and, to the cross. I mean, it's it's right there in the beginning. It is that he'll crush yes. the seed of the woman, crush right. the head of the yeah. serpent. That's the first gospel tract. That's what I was. Oh, talking that's about. what yeah, we yeah, were talking about. Talking. Okay. Yeah. And and so you're exactly right. But, you know, again, 13 weeks in the Psalms this summer, and um, not every time, but over and over and over, I mean, you can make your way to the gospel, the good mm-hmm. news, yeah. uh, because that, that is uh, so, so important. Yeah, even through the book of Revelation where the saints have washed their robes in oh, yeah. blood. Yes. And it's, it's going yeah. back to the cross and the right. blood of Jesus Christ. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. And so... Um, but there are so many churches, unfortunately, um, that ignore it. I mean, they just yeah. don't. Because n- nowadays, I mean, I understand totally, and you can 
just about justify it is that pastors and church staffs and even the church itself want to grow the church large. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And yes. the justification of that is we can do more good, we'll have more resources. Right. Uh, and the more people you have there, the more who are hearing mm-hmm. the gospel yes. of Jesus Christ. Right, right, right. Uh, but it is so easy then to get caught up mm-hmm. in growing the church and ignoring the gospel. You almost forget why you said in the beginning mm-hmm. you wanted to reach more people. Yes, yeah. You know, I have I have a weakness and that I'm aware of, and I, I'm I'm very aware of it, and that is I have tried in the past to lead uh, Bible studies on books that have been written, mm-hmm. just books. I did one on, I can't remember the guy's name right now, but it was a great book. I enjoyed yeah. the book. Yeah. And so I thought, hey, on a Wednesday night, I'm going to take folks through this book. Yeah. It was a dud. <laughs> it didn't after, go well. No, man, after the first week, and I had eight weeks lined out. Yeah. After the first week, I didn't want to do it again. Yeah. But I'd already said we're going to go through this book. And uh, and I realized, man, if it's not in the Word mm-hmm. uh, where you can exegete it and, and you can dig. Gosh, yeah, you can cross-reference. Cross-reference. And, I'm whoop. just pitiful at yeah. that. I'm pitiful at that, you know. Yeah. So it, it is beyond me how someone can sit on a stool, which is not bad, but but talk about just, I do like sitting on the stool. Yeah, do what? I do like sitting do on the stool. I, I I'm too hyper. Uh, but, <laughs> but just talk about life without scripture, you know. Yeah. It's hard. It is very difficult for me. It is, and I I don't necessarily understand the appeal of it to people because right. uh, when folks ask me who's my favorite preacher, who do you listen to, I hesitate because it's really hard to right. find today someone oh. Who's just not once again self help with a little gospel? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's very, I very often true. go back to some older preachers. Like a lot of people know that I love Fred Craddock. Yeah. He was not even a Baptist preacher, right? But he was a really good preacher. Oh man, he died several years ago. Yes. But I listened to him, and I listened to an Anglican priest. You know, and, mm. and some of his messages really good. You know, would bore some Baptists to death in his right. delivery. Yeah. But it's still solid gospel message. Right. He's very big into the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But good night to, for a popular preacher. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find, bro. It's hard to find, like a Mac Brunson. Yeah, you know he is one that'll open the Bible yeah. and actually walk through it, yeah. uh, digging and then application. Mm-hmm. You know that's what I love. Just yeah, I love someone that, that is going to dig, tell you what it means, context in yeah. context, and then applying it to yeah. where we sit today. Cross that timeless principle bridge. That's what I used to talk about. Go back to the text in the context. Cross that timeless principle bridge and apply it today. I like it. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. So your first thought is to ignore. My thought, one of my thoughts was this. uh, We can water it down by universalism. Mm -hmm. All dogs go to heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the teaching that is prevalent today is, um, you know, that everyone eventually is going to be all right. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, that is a lot in the pulpits. Well, today. yeah, that's kind of a, the key word for today, inclusivism. Yeah, exactly. Let's let everybody, right. yeah, everybody gets in. Everybody. Everybody gets in. Yeah. In the end, everybody wins. Right, yes. Hey, don't, don't give an A, B, C, or D. Everybody, right. everybody, everybody passes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's part of that whole philosophy of right. today. Yeah, I, I never will forget as a kid, I, uh, not as a kid, as a teenager, I guess, I was watching Oprah. 
uh, for some strange reason. I guess I'm backslidden. You know? I would go to yeah. her. I mean, she gives away cars. She gives away cars. Yeah, I'd love yeah, yeah. to go to her thing. But, <laughs> but she had someone <laughs> on as a guest, and, and they were talking. They had a, the illustration of a will, um, a tire will, and, and she was saying, you know, I, I've come to believe that that there are different ways to the center. Mm. You know, that you can take that spoke, you mm. can take that spoke, you can take that spoke. Yeah. But you're all we're all getting to the center, you yeah. know. And everybody was just, oh, yeah, that's, that's so good. good. That's so good, man, that's deep. Yeah. You know, and even as a kid, I was screaming at the TV, no, yeah. no, that's not right. You know. I've heard that there's different paths up the mountain. There's different paths, man. But, you know, God's at the yeah. top. We're all getting up there. Exactly. Uh, just taking different paths there. Mm-hmm. When we get there, yeah. we'll realize that we were all going to the same right. thing but but jesus in john fourteen six, he, he didn't say that right he said i am the way That's right uh the life and the truth no man comes to the father what by, by me mm-hmm. he didn't say i'm a great way right he didn't say i'm the best way right he said i'm the way the yeah. way and know? i love that the illustration i've used it you've used it too or talk about while all the world religions are climbing a mountain we realize as Christians, that we could never ascend that mountain. So we know that the God on the mountain came down to us. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. That is very, Every very, other very religion true. is you and your efforts to get to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Christianity is the recognition is that we in ourselves can't get to the top of the mountain. Right. But God loved us so much that God came off the mountain to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And we saw him, John says, we beheld him. Yes. The glory of God. Right. And he became flesh and right. dwelled among us. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's the difference in watering down the gospel in a way to be inclusive. Say, well, everybody's heading the same place anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think the better story is receiving the fact that God loved us enough to come to us. That's good. That's exactly right. So ignoring uh, universalism, all dogs get to heaven. What what's another thought on your heart of watering down sugar? Adding uh, just the opposite, adding mm, yeah. work yes. to the gospel. Right. Uh, saying yeah, it starts with grace, but you know you gotta you gotta live right. Mm-hmm. You gotta live right to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. And man, that is amongst religious people. That's a very common belief yeah. of living good enough to get to heaven. Yeah, Paul, man, he wore that out, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, he got onto them for angel worship, you right. know, uh, legalism, and he wore them out on legalism. Yeah. And um, uh, Gnosticism and all this other isms. All um, the isms. What? All the isms. Yeah, all There's the isms. There's lots of isms. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it is, uh, that is absolutely the truth of, of just trying to add that Christ is not enough, the cross is not enough. Right. So it's it's cross Jesus plus something, um, and, and it's not. I mean, again, it's not yeah. Jesus plus. It's not. And even if to, it's good stuff, I right, mean, yeah. really, we are saved unto good works. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. But we're not saved by our good right, works. Yeah. Even when you read, uh, again, I've been in Revelation a lot because of the small group that I'm teaching. Right. <clears throat> even when you get to the last two chapters or three chapters of the book of Revelation. Uh, and the dead, small and great, stand before the great white throne judgment. Mm-hmm. There's two sets of books. There's right, yeah. the books, plural, which are the books of their works, of right. which they'll judge as the degree of their punishment. 
But the reason why they're being judged is that their names are not found written in the book of life. Exactly. Yes. yes. Right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, their works do come into mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. But the reason why they are judged is because there is an empty spot in right. the book of life. Yeah. I mean, one of the greatest, and you quoted it, but Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, mm-hmm. uh, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not okay. of works, lest any man should boast. Right. But then we are created unto Created to good works. Good works. You know, that's the that's the old James and Paul mm-hmm. uh, situation. Yeah. You know, um, uh, James one, what is it, twenty or twenty two says, "Be doers of the word and not hearers right. only." We're we're too busy. Just uh, we're, we've come into a place where we're a sit and get. We just come and sit and we get, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's not a sit and get. No, and we you know, do tend to go to extremes. What wasn't it? Martin Luther called yes, James a straw, a pistol of yeah, straw. Yeah, 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 a pistol of straw, because he was so much into grace. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing else but grace. Right. And James is talking about the the works of a person who has received the grace of yeah, God, exactly, and that it's That's evidence true. that right. you have received the grace yes. of God. But we we tend to go to such extremes, like my pastor. Just preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. Just preach how to get saved every week. I mean, okay, I think that should be the root of the message mm-hmm. of the church. Mm-hmm. But then, to use an Oprah, <laughs> there needs to be some spokes coming out from that wheel, right? <laughs> to the of the hub of the wheel. But to go back to that hub right, all the yeah. time. Yeah. But, you know, there needs to be some spokes that emanate from that hub, mm-hmm. which is about how to be a good husband, how right. to be a good citizen, how to be a, a winner of souls, how to be... You know, all the things that Christians should be doing. Right, right. Well, I think, to, you know, to go along with that, um, throughout my ministry, Doc, and I'm sure you as well, it, when I get to the point when I say, you know, um, the old, if you stood at the gate of heaven, you know, you remember going mm-hmm. through all of that. Yeah. And if Jesus said, why should I let you into my, you know, yeah. all of that. Uh, how many times in the past have I heard people just look at me and say, well, preacher, I hope I've done more good yeah. than I've done bad, yeah. you know, yeah. and and it's the back to the old scale system. It is, the scale you know, system. man. If I, in my life, I'm just I'm trying to do good, right. and if my good will outweigh mm-hmm. my bad, mm-hmm. then I, I'm I'm going to heaven. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to be with Christ. You know, I'm doing better. Yeah, every day, exactly. Doing better. And what we do is we compare ourselves to our neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, and and sometimes we can. Yeah, uh, we're you know. Um, but comparison is the thief of joy. We know mm-hmm. that. Yes. Um, but the thing is, that all sounds great. There's only one problem with it. Yeah. You can't find that in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. <laughs> it's not in the Bible. It's not in the it's Bible. A, it's sort of a big problem. Then, and yeah, you know? people get really angry sometimes when you talk about the people who did get to heaven, like David and Paul, who were pretty bad people in some respects. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, Solomon. Mm-hmm. Others uh, we go, well, you know, we kick them out of church. Yeah. I mean, Moses killed someone and buried them in a sandbox, basically. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, David committed David adultery. David committed adultery and then killed yeah. the husband. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not, not anything that we yeah. would hold up as prime examples of a godly right. life. No. Yet, yeah. God, you know, by his grace, mm-hmm. even the Old Testament grace was present. Yes. By his grace received him into the family of God. Mm-hmm. And so you you and I go... Well, at least I didn't. I haven't killed anybody, right? You yeah. know, so I'm making it in for sure. <laughs> but uh, you, that's ignoring mm-hmm. the fact that God's grace over just overcame that sinfulness in that person's life. Yeah. So you got to go there first. Don't mm-hmm. don't get the cart before the horse. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I had mentioned also, Doc. I, I think one way we water it down 
um, is we try to sanitize the cross. I mean, we do. We do. Um, too often, you know, I mean, when you think about what the cross means, you know, yeah. um, that an innocent man died for me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, there are people that they just will not swallow that truth. Mm-hmm. And people nowadays, they don't like to talk about, you know, the fact that, well, you mentioned it pre-recording. It's the old rugged mm-hmm. cross. I mean, we sing that cross. song, you know. Yeah. But we try to clean the cross so up. So despised by the world. Yes. You know, we try to clean it up and make it. We polish uh, it, turn, make yep. it gold plate it. Exactly. Wear it around our necks. Yeah. And, and I don't disagree with that. You know, right. I, I would wear one around my neck, but my wife won't let me. <laughs> She doesn't like chains around men's necks. So, you know, that's dog tags. Yeah, I've got my dad's dog tags around my I think she would allow that if I had my dad's dog tags. My dad, I mean, uh, well, anyway. Yeah, decorative. Yeah. Decorative. That's that's a meaningful thing there. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, just uh, go plating the cross and and, and turn it into something that's not. Again, I don't want to refer to him again, but I was listening to a Fred Craddock message the other day, and he talked about as a child how there was a, um, he went to a place that had religious artwork mm-hmm. and there was a very famous painting of uh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He had never seen it before, so he got in line. He said, you actually walked almost into like a tunnel. It was a viewing room where you would look at this great work of art. And he walked up to it and he was shocked. Mm. He said, because he had grown up in Sunday school and he had seen all the uh, felt board pictures of Jesus. Right. And the, and the one, he actually gave the name of the person who painted that famous portrait of Jesus looking into the light, mm. you know, going in his face. And he said, "That's that was my view of Jesus. But he mm. said, this man was ugly. Wow. He said, this man was scarred. Mm-hmm. And he said, I didn't understand it. And I just kind of repelled wow. from it. And then he began to remember the scripture where his visage or his appearance. Isaiah, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. we turn our faces away right. yeah. from such. And that's probably more accurate picture of Jesus mm-hmm. than any that we have hanging in churches today. Oh, without a doubt. It's yeah. it's not pretty. Right, right, right. Uh, but, but often, um, sadly, you're not going to go into a place and hear the message of of the shed blood. Man. Mm-hmm. The Bible says without the shedding of blood, there mm-hmm. is no remission of sin, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've even watched online some um, communions, and somehow they even sanitize the communion, man. How can you do you that? You know, how can you do that? Yeah, this you is know? my blood. This is my blood, mm-hmm. you know, and my body broken for you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and so, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, in the culture in which we live, uh, few people want to hear about the blood of Christ and mm-hmm. and and the the you know Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ mm-hmm. man yeah I remember watching that I'm sure you did too yes and um, yeah. that's hard to take it's hard to watch yes, yes yes I think probably if I if I'm following along the chosen will do something similar right I, I think when they finally get to that season where yes. Jesus is crucified I think so I think they'll be pretty accurate mm-hmm. with, I, I do with too that going on and too. and the idea is that you spent season after season after season seeing Jesus as, you know, happy and right. and, and playing with kids mm-hmm. and laughing with his disciples mm-hmm. will make that juxtaposition of him on the cross suffering and right. bleeding mm. with his you know, with his with yeah. his hair, his beard plucked from his face and yeah. even more 
the contrast is going to make it even more profound. Right, I think, right, right. When you do that, many of those episodes are well done, man. Yeah, they are. They are. They are they're, well, well. They done. are really done. They're, they're not. Not everybody's a fan, but I'm a fan. Yeah, not yeah. everybody's a fan. Not I understand everybody. That. Yeah, sure, sure. I think one of the things you may have another one, and I'll throw this one out. Um, we don't talk about repentance. I mean, I think that's one way, man. We are watering down, sugarcoating, diluting right. the gospel. And, I mean, the first words of John the Baptist, really the first words of Jesus in his ministry was repent. Yes. You know, and we don't talk about that much. No. Um, Repentance is is basically turning around, you know. You, you making the effort to 180, knowing that it is the Spirit of God in you that will allow you to walk in that Mm -hmm. direction, but you have to make the volition Mm -hmm. to turn away from your life the way it's been going and turn toward Jesus. Right. And so, and again, that's not a popular topic amongst those who say grace and grace alone. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you've put effort in there. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if I have or not. I just know that the Bible says to repent, and that is an action well, that you take. Volition, as you said. Yes. I mean, it's an act of the will, you yeah. know. And um, and so I think. Uh, but again, um, we we have to we have to do that. Um, we have to be trying to think of the word. Uh, we can't drift toward that in 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 the pulpit, man. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got to be very determined yeah. to share that truth. Yeah. You know, we're never going to drift toward that right. truth. How do you balance that then? Because you are more constant. I, I mean, I've had a great year. I think thirty-two preaching mm-hmm. engagements this year, which mm-hmm. I'm very happy about. You're in there every week, though, with the exception of the month and a half that you take on vacation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But, I mean, you're there every week. How do you balance it? Because you cannot preach the story of the cross. I mean, I guess you could, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to do that. You're not going to preach the story of the cross every week. How do you include the gospel in your presentation to your people without watering it down, but without just sitting there. So, right. I mean, just sitting on that subject yeah. all the time. How's it done? The way I have done it in the past is preaching series. I mean, you know, when you preach through books of the Bible, um, you are going to, like you're saying, if you go through Philippians, you know, you're going to talk a lot about joy. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to talk a lot about contentment. You're going to talk a lot about those types of things. Mm-hmm. And, and so you preach that truth of that passage uh, but the, but you're going to get to a point there where it's easy to slide into the gospel, you know, um, and, and so uh, so that's how I have done it. Yeah. Um, just preaching through books of the Bible, uh, brief series. You know, we're about to start a, a brief three week series, and it's entitled "Why." You know, why do we sing in church? Why, mm-hmm. why do we sing, man? Mm-hmm. Why do we give? And why do we pray? And so even in those three things, there, there's no doubt that we can we can share the gospel and that truth, you know, because, man, why why sing? Uh, we've got the great, we got the news. I mean, mm-hmm. the honeypot of our heart turns over because I was lost, but now I'm found, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, uh, but you're right. I mean, um, I don't get up every Sunday and the entire thing is the gospel mm-hmm. uh, because how do you train a church? How, how do you, you know, how do you uh, just share the the rest of the book? Right. That's incredible. That is amazing. I think what people are doing, however, when you don't ever turn to the gospel, the Bible calls the resurrection the hope of the gospel. Mm-hmm. It's the hope mm. that we have. 
you know. Um, right. And people today, I think one way that you might draw people to your church is to know that you are preaching hope. Right. And a hope is based in the the old saying, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Yeah, boy. Right? Yeah. And there's hope after the darkness. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that as this world is going to hell in the handbasket. Yes. That we need to be sharing that hope of the good news mm-hmm. of the gospel, mm-hmm. which is yes, Jesus died. Right. Yes, yeah. there are bad things yeah. in life. Mm-hmm. Yes, but beyond the sorrow and beyond the darkness, there is a bright Sunday morning coming. Yes, I agree. And I agree. I, people need yeah. to hear that. Yeah, we don't have time today, but it's the old propitiation. I mean, that word that uh, it took me. Uh, a while to learn how to say it years yeah, yeah. ago, you know. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> but uh, but thank God for that mm. incredible truth. Uh, yeah. What the cross did, mm-hmm. you know, to take care of the wrath of God, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which was real. Yeah. I mean, and is real, and and so all of these things, I think, um, uh, really w- can water down if we don't yes. talk about propitiation, right. the wrath of God. If we don't talk about repentance. If if we ignore it, man, yeah. if we add to it, all of these things that we've talked yeah. about. If you just uh, talk to people have a, about a warm feeling about God. Yes. You've got that warm feeling oh, about yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Very yeah, yeah, good. Then let's go talk about poverty and prosperity. Right. And move that direction once mm-hmm. you have that warm feeling about God. And, yeah. And, you know, there there are legitimate uh Concerns, I think, about even about preachers who say they're preaching the gospel, but in reality, it is that you know you used to have that, that warm feeling about God. Do you, do you feel Him down deep in your heart? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the emphasis on feel, right? The emphasis on feel. Well, I yeah, I love the feeling I have about Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. but I need to have that based in the knowledge of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Exactly, exactly. Then that makes me feel warm inside. There you go. There you. Go. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I've always enjoyed in my ministry is God has opened so many doors, man, and, you know, revivals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and many of those, it's really, it is sharing the gospel, you know. Um, and, 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 uh, and, and I love that. I'm going to um, First Baptist Somerville here in about a month, I guess. Yeah. And, um, but just city, you know, just so many times that I've had the opportunity to go somewhere and and basically preach the gospel yeah. night after night after night. And it is amazing how the Word of God changes mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember going, I was in South Carolina, I think it was at Myrtle Beach, and um, I had been out of youth ministry for years and years. And um, one of my uh, guys, young guys, uh, he had five groups together, yeah. and there were 100 kids there. I was out, oh man, I had been out of it. And they just wanted me to share, and um, and first night I'm gonna be it was awkward. It yeah. was awkward, yeah, yeah. you know. I, I didn't know how to yo yo yo, you know. Yeah, yeah, you I, know just, I didn't know yeah. the lingo anymore. You speak the lingo. Yeah, but I just got honestly to yeah. the preaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the numbers, but there were kids saved. There were a couple called into the ministry. Remember when that happened, man? Yeah, called into the ministry. Yeah. There was don't brokenness. No. And so it just goes back to the good news. Where we started is where yeah. it goes back to. Yeah, I think that you all belong to a church that's not ashamed of the gospel. Amen. Yeah. And, and, they, and it at least is that hub of the wheel, which all the spokes emanate from. Are you quoting Oprah again? Yeah, oh I, my I like goodness. her simile or her metaphor, okay. but, but for a different yeah. purpose. Right, right, okay. <laughs> We'll let it slide. We'll oh, make, we, we talked about this for that. 43 yeah. minutes. That's our sweet spot. That is our minutes. sweet spot, yeah. So we need to quit talking. You get 
preachers talking about the gospel, then we can talk a long time. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I have story after story that I'm not sharing. Okay. Yeah, okay. we do. Save it for later. Right? We will. Don't we shoot will. every rabbit that jumps. That's what the old <laughs> preacher told me. <laughs> Save one for the next hunting trip. So that's what we'll do. Hey, we won't <clears throat> give it away now, but we have a great subject matter for next mm-hmm. week. And so I think folks will want to tune in and tell their neighbor, as we used to say. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. <laughs> hey, God bless. Have a great week.